In three seconds, you will arrive at your destination. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I'm excited to continue part two of Friend or Foe. If you're new here, welcome. I'm your host, Sarah. And if you're not new, welcome back to Blossom Drive. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode and let's get into it. So in the previous episode, remember I told you guys there was an ayah that I came across on Tumblr and it stated, friends on that day will be enemies except the righteous. But I didn't necessarily explain what a righteous friend or companion is or looks like. I'm going to start off by giving you the definition. And I'm getting this from Islam QA, so this is not coming from myself. So it says, praise be to Allah. The righteous friend is the righteous person who is obedient to his Lord, adheres to the teachings of his religion, is keen to please Allah, hastens on the basis of faith to do all good deeds, turns away out of fear of Allah from all evil deeds, loves the sunnah and those who follow it takes people as friends for the sake of Allah and opposes the enemies of Allah for the sake of Allah, repents sin and its people, fears Allah, is pure hearted and righteous, is not boastful and has no rancor or envy in his heart. The righteous friend reminds you of your Lord whenever you become heedless of his remembrance. He helps you and joins you when you are remembering your Lord. The Prophet wasallam said, the believers in their mutual support are like a structure, parts of which support other parts, and he interlaced his fingers. Anawawi, may Allah have mercy on him, said, This report clearly refers to the great rights that the Muslims have over one another and urges them to show compassion to one another, be kind to one another, and support one another in anything that is not sinful or disliked. The righteous friend is the one who does not look for or seek out the faults of his brothers. Rather, he seeks excuses for them. Ibn Mazin said, The believer tries to find excuses for his brother, whereas the hypocrite seeks out their faults. The characteristics of the righteous friend include his cheerful manner, gentle speech, big-heartedness, generosity, suppression of anger, and avoiding arrogant behavior. He shows respect and expresses joy for what he is blessed with of the friendship and brotherhood of others. His heart is free of rancor, and he offers sincere advice to his brothers and accepts it from them. He is easygoing with his brothers and does not go against them in matters that they are right and proper, and he refrains from criticizing them. Righteous friends love to visit one another, meet one another, and be generous to one another. They are cheerful when they meet and they shake hands warmly. Listen to this um, beautiful hadith, y'all. So, Muslim narrated from Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, that the Prophet ﷺ said, A man visited a brother of his in another town, and Allah sent an angel to wait for him on the road. When he came to him, he said, Where are you headed? He said, I am headed to a brother of mine in this town. He said, have you done him any favor for which you hope to be recompensed? He said, no, but I love him for the sake of Allah. May he be glorified and exalted. He said, I am a messenger from Allah to you to tell you that Allah loves you as you love him for his sake. That is so beautiful to me. That is so beautiful to me. Subhanallah. That is so beautiful to me. 
there's another hadith, um, and it's classed as Sahih, so it's also authentic. Um, Ahmed narrated that Muad ibn Jabal, may Allah be pleased with him, said, I heard the messenger of Allah sallallahu say, Allah, may he be glorified and exalted, said, My love is due to those who love one another for my sake. Sit with one another for my sake. Visit one another for my sake and help one another for my sake. Okay, let me keep reading. It says, it used to be said, do not befriend anyone, but one who, if you befriend him, will enhance you. If you are burdened with something, he will help you. If he sees a shortcoming in you, he will make it up for you. If he sees something good from you, he will keep it in mind. If you ask of him, he will give it to you. If you refrain from asking of him, he will offer you his help. If he blames you for something, he will not desert you. And if you keep your distance from him, he will not abandon you. Abu Abdurrahman Asulami said, maintaining a good relationship with your brothers means that you should always be cheerful with them, be kind and generous to them, speak of their good qualities, consider their bad qualities, think much of their little acts of kindness, think little of whatever acts of kindness you do for them, always be ready to help them physically or financially, Avoid grudges, envy, transgression, and offenses. Avoid all that they dislike in all regards and avoid anything that could lead you to having to apologize. The righteous friend does not envy his brothers for what he sees of the signs of blessings that Allah has bestowed on them. Rather, he rejoices in that and praises Allah for what he sees of blessings that Allah has granted to them as he will praise him for blessings bestowed upon himself. Allah, may he be exalted, says interpretation of the meaning. Or do they envy people for what Allah has given them of his bounty? In Surah Nisa, Ayah 54. The righteous friend deals with his brothers honorably, honestly, and sincerely. This one made me smile because, subhanAllah, when you see your friends and stuff blessed with stuff and you see your family blessed with stuff, it should make you happy. You should feel happy for them. You know, you shouldn't feel envious and you shouldn't feel uh, jealous. So subhanAllah. Abu Saleh said, the believer deals with you honorably and guides you to what is best for you in religious and worldly terms. Whereas the hypocrite deals with you through flattery and encourages you to do that which you desire. The fortunate one whom Allah protects is the one who differentiates between the two. Mm, this some good stuff. Are y'all listening? I hope y'all still here. Um, be patient with me. I think it's very important to educate each other on what righteous friends are. Because remember, it's one of the most important things on your journey. A righteous friend joins his brother at times of difficulty as he joins them at times of ease. He does not change his manner towards them in either case. The righteous friend does not remind those to whom he shows kindness of his favors. He thinks little of his acts of kindness and thinks much of any favors that his brothers do for him. The righteous friend strives to conceal the faults of his brothers and to highlight their good qualities and conceal their bad qualities. The righteous friend tries to endear himself to his brothers by doing acts of kindness for them, overlooking whatever offense they may cause him and trying to find excuses for them. It was narrated that Muhammad ibn Munqadir said, There is nothing left of the pleasure of this world except helping to meet the needs of my brothers.
to sum it all up, the righteous friend is the one who helps you to do all that is good, who has a good character, who enjoins what is right, forbids what is wrong, and observes the rights of friendship in your absence and in your presence. Paying proper attention to that in words and in deeds. Only doing that for the sake of Allah and hoping for their reward from Allah alone. So, woo, I know I just said a mouthful, but after listening to what I just said, how do you feel? Um, for me personally, it made me feel like I took friendship super lightly back then. Um, and now my standards are, are much higher. You know, um, it's important to live in this world with righteous companions for your journey, for your life, for your growth in general, self-development and, and stuff like that. I feel like it's super important and we don't value friendship as we should as Muslims. And I feel like that's very sad because it can be such a beautiful thing. Look at look at everything I just I just listed, everything I just said. Doesn't that sound amazing? I told you one of the things I love the most about a righteous friendship is that there are boundaries. There are boundaries. They don't want to cross you. You know what I'm saying? They want a lot to be happy with the way they treated you and they want a lot to be pleased with you as well. So they move different. They got something to lose. And I love that. I love that about a righteous companion. I told y'all in a previous episode that when I first heard about the ayah that says, and on that day, friends will be enemies except the righteous. It changed my entire outlook on friendships and digging into what a righteous friend or righteous companion is also took, it was like a whirlwind for me. It was like everything that I knew my life turned upside down. I was like, okay, wait a minute. So you telling me that it is possible to have these type of friends. Wow. Allah Akbar. May Allah grant us righteous companions. SubhanAllah. That reminds me of when I was in Ghana. Um, for those of you who don't know, I think I lived in Ghana for like 11 or 10 months. And um, while we were there, I met um, our childhood imam's wife. When I tell y'all, this lady was the most graceful woman I have ever met in my life. Like, really? I mean, subhanAllah, she was so kind and she's calm and she's so fun. And every time you see her, she's like happy. She's she's she smiles, even if she's going through her own thing. She's just she's smiling at you. And you know what I'm saying? And it's so amazing how she honors her husband and her parents and even her daughter and how she handles her daughter and deals with her daughter and how she cares for her husband and she cares for you as a friend. And I don't think I'm used to that. Um, subhanallah she if I tell her I'm going through something the way she like it's as if she's your mom you know the way she cares for you she's concerned she's like are you okay and she checks up on you and she follows up with you and subhanallah I feel like she made me want to be a better woman my whole life I don't think I've ever had a role model and wallahi I, I don't say that with any arrogance or trying to be shady or anything like that Honestly, growing up, I don't think I've ever had a role model. Even when they would ask me in school, I would lie and like write down random um, people in the community that I knew. But 
as a woman role model, I don't think I've ever had a role model that I've looked up to and said, wow, subhanAllah, I would love to embody these characteristics of a woman. The only time that it's happened is as I got older and I read about the wives of the Prophet Wasallam, and the um, other righteous women of the past. But when I met her, I was like, subhanAllah, Allahumma Badik. Um, and I don't mean to do hulu, but subhanAllah, she is, I'm not trying to be extreme in praising her, but she's one of the most beautiful people that I've ever met. And of course, we all have flaws and shortcomings, but um, definitely, definitely encouraged me to keep going and to keep trying to be a better person. And I just find that beautiful and amazing. So, <laughs> Allahumma Badik. Shout out to her. Shout out to Asma. And if you know me, you know I am terrible at keeping in communication, especially when there's distance between me and a friend. But my love for her, inshallah, will never die. And I truly appreciate her. May Allah reward her for all of her help and all of the happiness and joy that she's brought me in my life. So when I think of the word life or when I think of dunya, right, the first thing that comes to my mind is to be alive, to be alive. That's the first thing that I think about. And that's so ironic because it's interesting. I always say, if you're not growing, you're what? You're dying. So that's interesting. That's interesting to me. The whole purpose of life is to progress, is to learn, is to grow, right? Think of, think of plants, right? Think of flowers blooming, trees growing. Think of butterflies when they go from a caterpillar to a beautiful butterfly with these beautiful looking wings, right? In that chrysalis stage. Think about humans, babies, to becoming old men and women. That's just the cycle of life. So I feel like that is very important when choosing whether or not to progress in certain friendships. You have to be aware of your growth and your state of mind. Are you growing? Am I becoming the best version of myself? Am I becoming better? Or have I been the same person for the last five years? No growth, complete straight up stagnancy and remember I told y'all there's no such thing as stagnancy if you're not growing you're dying so subhanallah that's food for thought just think about it and I know some people think friendship is not important or they don't need friends to survive or to live um but I kind of I kind of disagree with that um it's difficult having friendships it is it is it is difficult it's just as difficult as having relationships and I feel, as a matter of fact, a friendship is a type of relationship. And sometimes it's even more, it's deeper. It gets deeper than <laughs> marriage for some people, subhanAllah. Um, some of the things that I find difficult with the whole friend or foe topic is the difficulty making friends on Dawah to Salafia. Uh, I find that very difficult because... When you first start practicing, you're just going with the flow. You're just watching all types of videos. You're taking knowledge from any and everywhere. And you're just on this Iman high. And you're just trying to learn. But once you really start to know, and uh, if Allah guides you to knowing, okay, we have to take knowledge from certain people. We cannot just take our religion from any and everyone. And then trying to explain that to your friends. And then also putting them on to who they should listen to and then dealing with those people who are older than you or have more knowledge than you trying to correct them when they slip up and them not wanting to accept it you know what let's talk about it um subhanallah the whole purpose of life remember again I said is to progress and grow right and to learn 
to learn. You you always want to be learning because if you're not growing, you're dying. There are people who want you to learn, but don't want you to surpass them. And I feel like that's such an ugly thing because that's not true friendship. You know, Um, subhanAllah, I've even heard of times where scholars admit that, hey, sometimes the student becomes the teacher. I think that is a true Muslim, knowing that you don't know everything, even with a parent and a child. Right. There are things that a mom may know that a child may not know. But there comes a time when a child knows something that a mother does not know or a father does not know. And the child then becomes the what? The child then becomes the teacher. And I think that comes that comes in in um the same realm as being humble, having humility and not arrogance, right? Um, whether it's because you're older or have more knowledge or whatever the case is, there are going to be times when the student becomes the teacher. And I feel like a lot of the times in the community, people want you to grow, but they don't want you to surpass them. And I feel like that's, that's a difficult thing to have in a friendship because we should want good for each other, even if you cannot reach that level, Right. Um, sometimes another thing is sometimes when you correct people, they become aggressive and it creates animosity between the two of you. So now it's like, wait a minute, I became friends with you because we're on a Dean and we both love the same things for the sake of Allah. And we, we have this outlook on life in the way that Allah wants us to, to function. However, it's awkward that, okay, every time I'm advising you now, it seems like there's some type of animosity between us. Is that righteousness, though? Are we treading that path of friends on that day would be enemies except the righteous? Or what's going on? Because if I love you for the sake of Allah, I'm going to advise you. And Allah tells us that reminders benefit the believers. So why don't you want to hear what I'm saying? But they enjoy correcting you. And that's the crazy part. They can correct you. They can tell you you're doing this wrong. You shouldn't be watching this. You shouldn't be listening to this. But when you try to return it, it's like, ah, uh, don't be too extreme. And it's like, huh? I feel like those are things that I do, I've dealt with or deal with when it comes to friendships. And I find that so difficult. Um, another thing is like dealing with people who take some and leave some. So none of us are perfect. None of us are perfect. But it's all in the way someone deals with being advised. Do you get what I'm saying? Taking some and leaving some. It's like, hey, Sita, you shouldn't be posting a beat face on makeup in a tight dress. Okay, cool. No problem. Thank you for this reminder. May Allah reward you and may Allah help me to change and to leave off this sin or bad habit I have. If Siddha tries to return this favor and advises you on something you slip up on, you know what I'm saying? You can't take some and leave some. We're all flawed and we're none, none of us are going to be perfect, but it's the way you handle the situation. You know what I'm saying? Because if you begin to act a certain way every time you're advised by the people, bro, nobody's going to want to advise you. And then guess what? You're going to die. What do I mean by that? 
if you are not growing, you are dying. If you don't have people around you that are advising you to good, pointing out your flaws, telling you, hey, you slipped up here. Hey, correct yourself here. If you have nothing but yes men around you, mm, that might be an issue. I, I, I told my husband the other day, I was like, bringing up the fact that people have yes men all the time, it corrupts self-growth and self-awareness. When you always have people around you who agree with you, who are always saying yes, bro, are you really going to grow? Are you going to be able to see your own flaws without even people telling you? No. No. Impossible. Impossible. And subhanAllah, I don't know if it's a quote or a hadith that mentions that there's no goodness in a person who does not like to be advised. Crazy enough. And I seen a post the other day that says how to advise someone. And it says don't. And I'm like, dude, what is it with us in this generation? Like, what is it? Not even in this generation, even in the generation before ours and before ours, probably. What is it about being advised? I feel like, why wouldn't you want to grow? Why wouldn't you want to be better? Like, I'm always asking people, the people around me, like, okay, do you think you've grown in the past few years? Do you think that there's something that you're looking forward to, to being better in? What is something that you're struggling with? I tend to ask my followers this. I tend to ask my friends in real life, my family, random people that I meet for the first time. And I'm so infatuated with the idea of growing and becoming better. Not perfect, but becoming better. So that's just my little rant on... (laughs) My little rant on um, being advised and taking advice. May Allah save us from being among the munafik, among, among the hypocrites. I hope I said that correctly. Okay, also after last week's episode, um, Friend or Foe Part 1, people were asking me in my DMs like, okay, so I've grown up with this group of girls or these group of friends. How do I go about like meeting new people, making new friends and all of this stuff without like hurting their feelings or without like tossing them away. And that is not what I meant at all. I did not mean that in order to have a righteous friend, you have to cut off the people that you already know. No, not exactly like that. I think when you're going on a new journey, if you love people, you 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 want to take them on this journey with you. Now, some things you may have to begin. Like in some journeys, you may have to begin the journey isolated in a way, because that's what it took for me to realize, OK, whoa, whoa, whoa. Life is not what I thought it was. I had to be alone to really see life for what it was. Sometimes that's what it takes. Right. That isolation. But you don't go into that isolation. Just zero dark 30. No. There are friends and family around you that um, you let them know what's going on with you. Like, hey, I'm growing. Um, I want to be better in my religion. I want to get closer to Allah. I want to understand my religion. I want to understand what our purpose in this dunya is. Right. Um, When you're going down that route, I just believe that it's so important to be open, authentic and to live in your truth. If anything, I'm living my truth. You get what I'm saying? So I feel like it's important to. Tell your friends like, hey, I think we should try to get closer to Allah. 
I'm going on this journey. Would you like to come on this journey with me? You know what I'm saying? Or ask them if you don't want to be, you know, direct and try and, and um, you want to avoid offending people. Say, hey, I've been thinking really hard. For some reason, it's on my heart to like get closer to Allah. And I think we should go on this journey together. I love you so much for the sake of Allah. And I want to be in Jannah with you. Let's go on this journey together. You know what I'm saying? Or ask them, how do you feel about, you know what I'm saying? Um, being on a religion, being closer to Allah, trying to please Allah. Ask them, how do you feel about that? And I think depending on the answer you get shows what the next step is in that friendship or relationship. Um, so for me, when I first started, I got some flack from some people and Alhamdulillah, those people are no longer in my life, but not in a rude way. More so like I'm not just as close to them anymore. However, I still talk to them when I see them. I still salam them. I still treat them with kindness. If they call me, I answer the phone. If they text me, I respond. Um, but if you are not someone who's, whose main goal in life is to please Allah and to try to do better. I didn't say you have to be perfect at the moment. But trying, at least this person wants to. They have it in their mind and their heart. Like, I'm not doing the best right now, but I do want to be better, a better Muslim. I can work with you, and we can work with each other, inshallah. But when you have those people who like, here you go again. I don't even want to hear this. Nope, I don't even want to hear it today. I don't have time for this. You too serious for me. You, you need to lighten up, blah, 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 blah. Girl, just live life. Just chill. Unfortunately, me and these people have to go our separate ways because remember I said none of us are infallible. You're bound to make a mistake and you're bound to backtrack. You know what I'm saying? It's just like a person who is on drugs and hangs around per, uh, people who still do drugs after they've done rehab and be even been um, clean for like five to six years at a time. Bro, that relapse is still very possible. So it's just important to, to surround yourself around people who want to grow. Even if they're not at that level yet, they still want to do so. You know what I'm saying? They're open to taking advice. They're open to learning more. They're open to going on that journey with you. I think that's the important part. But by no means am I telling anyone to just cut off all of their <laughs> their childhood friends or the people that they've grown up with. No, that's not how you do it. But I do say Tell people, tell people about your journey to getting closer to Allah. Don't be afraid, especially if these people are, are your friends and you truly love them. Do you want to go on these journeys with them and you want them to also be rightly guided in? You want to show them what you're learning. You want to show them your good manners. You want to show them your new, you know, your new good habits and stuff like that. Even if you were somebody who's flawed before, we all flawed. None of us are perfect. So, um. Again, I think it's always important to go on go on this journey with people who want to also do good. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what that's what I'm trying to say. And um, if those per, if those people are not ready to go on that journey, then give them their space and their time, and you just continue learning and you continue making new friends. I don't think there's anything ever wrong with making new friends. I don't think someone should have the same friend their whole entire life, um, especially if if they're not growing and progressing and doing better. I think it's important to know people. Everyone has something to teach you. Sometimes people don't even have to be your closest best friend, but maybe talking to people every now and then, you know, whether it's phone calls, whether it's link ups and stuff, I think it's very important. You learn something, something from everybody, every situation and every person has something to teach you. And it's not coincidental. I just want to reemphasize, 
Um, it does not mean cut off everyone you know left and right. Um, I have no room or right to tell you that, but save yourself from the hellfire. Um, I think what's more beautiful than treading the path to agenda alone is with people, people who are like-minded and people who you love and also want to tread that same path. Um, if you have friends who aren't on it but want to, be patient with them. Teach them what you know. Encourage them to take classes and to learn and to be among the circles of righteousness um, and go to the mushes and stuff like that. However, if these friends don't want to tread that path and are calling you to other than that, don't think you're infallible. Remember that we are very much so um, impressionable and um, relapses are very possible. So I believe that was one of my biggest downfalls. So just pay attention to that. Don't think you ever reached a level where you can't be pulled down because, in fact, it is very real. So, um, yeah, I thought the friends I had at the time, their personal lives wouldn't affect me. But um, new fitness creep in every day. The more you stay with somebody who's not on the same pathway as you in life you start to realize like their ways start to creep into you every day every day every day and if you don't notice it you you probably notice it when it's too late so save yourself from that save yourself from dealing with that and a lot of the things that Allah has made forbidden for us bro they're they're protecting us from something if only we looked at it like that like Allah is not the enemy in fact Allah wants good for you so if he's telling you to do something Take it to heart, like, okay, Allah's saving me from something, something I don't know about. You know what I'm saying? Like haram relationships, which inshallah I get into in a whole nother episode, but haram relationships, Allah's protecting you from that heartbreak, right? Allah's protecting you from um from committing zina. Allah's protecting you from bringing shame onto your family by having a child out of wedlock and all of these things. So, you know, may Allah save us from Jahannam and, and all these things. Um, but if those, if those friends aren't ready to change, give space and distance, but love and kindness and sincerity always. Um, just because you won't be as close to these people doesn't mean that you have the room to be arrogant, haughty, rude, or condescending towards them. That's one thing I dislike. And that is not a characteristic of a righteous person or of a person who's trying to be on the path of Allah. Just because you know something and just because you learn something doesn't mean that you're smarter than or above anyone else at all whatsoever. So all you're doing is trying to grow and be better. Okay. But that doesn't mean you're better than anyone. Um, it just means that you're trying to save yourself from falling into the same traps of shaitan. Get me? So I feel like I've talked my butt off in this episode. Um, I'm going to keep it short because I feel like I said exactly what I need to say. So may Allah um, help this to penetrate our hearts. And I hope I hope people really resonate and listen to the end. I pray to a lot that people truly be listening. And if you didn't listen and you skipped, please go back to the beginning because it's very important to know what a righteous friend is. You know, you can have righteous companions and you want them around you. You know, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And what I love about a righteous friendship also is that it's not only for this world. It's, it's for for eternity. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's amazing, subhanAllah. So may Allah grant us beautiful, righteous friendships. And um, if you don't have any friends, I think you should make dua and pray on it hard. And, you know, ask Allah to grant you that. 
and also be sincere. Be sincere in what you're looking for. What are you looking for from this person? Um, and I think things always reveal itself at the end of a relationship or situations with people. What were you looking for when you befriended this person? And you should always choose righteousness. You should always choose righteousness. Because whether this person doesn't love you or like you anymore, or doesn't want to be friends with you anymore, they still have boundaries. They will not backbite you. They will treat you a certain kind of way. They will still salam you when they see you, be kind to you. And you guys just go on your separate separate paths. It's no, it's no hardship. It's no issues. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no smoke. <laughs> so... Uh, that concludes episode five. I really, truly hope that you guys enjoy this episode. And um, please continue to give me ratings on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor app, all those different platforms I'm on, Google Podcasts, all of those different things. Um, I really do appreciate the ratings. They really do help me. Um, they help me out a lot, honestly. And the more that you guys share my content, the more people can see it. And I really need people to hear my message. And it's not even about the numbers. Um, Allah, he's not about the numbers. May Allah help me to remain sincere. From the, from the moment I started this, it's been about getting the message out. I love talking about Allah, y'all. I talk so much. I talk too much, y'all. I feel like a podcast was only right. Um <laughs> I love talking about the religion. So may Allah help us to convey his message properly. And I am not someone of knowledge. I'm just someone sharing my experiences. And I hope that you guys enjoy. May Allah leave you guys in the best of health and wellness and in good spirits always, no matter what you're going through. No matter what you're going through in your personal life, never mess up somebody else's day. Never mess up somebody else's life. Um, and try your best to be, you know, cheerful when you see each other. Uh, that is one of the sunnas. So may Allah guide us all. And I love you all for the sake of Allah, truly, really and truly. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Peace.